0: back to all out brawl this is episode 12 yes
1: let's start with uh somebody on twitter one of our followers who also um drew some pretty cool art um as like an inspiration for like maybe podcast cover art or twitter cover art or that sort of thing um who is at volmertron on twitter asked us about his rotation proof joyride deck and Rotation proof is an interesting concept because it kind of alleviates some of those fears people currently have with the format and that the decks they make are going to be obsolete in a few months. So the idea is like that deck will eventually be obsolete too, but it's going to last the longest possible. So essentially you're just not using cards from uh, Amonkhet or Kaladesh. Yeah. And
0: I mean, Essentially, what's interesting about this one, too, is that it's a Joyra deck. So um, we've seen other Joyra decks before, and a lot of them draw heavily on Kaladesh, unsurprisingly, because that was an artifact block. Um, but by building a rotation-proof deck, you actually get to see a little more variety, I feel like, because... um in Martin's deck here we see a lot more of legendary creatures, um, and less artif like like I mean, we see still quite a few artifacts, but there's still there are some like legendary creatures that I think if we were doing like Kaladash would be like, oh, throwing this artifact and this artifact
1: and this artifact or whatever. But I like it. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks fun. And he was asking us he needed like a few more card ideas, um based on the list he gave us, and a few of the ideas we had were you have Squee in the sideboard, but that actually seems like a really good card in Joyra because you're casting it, you get you you do get to cast it from your graveyard, so that cast trigger will um let you draw a card off yeah. of Joyra every time you cast it. And then some of the other new artifacts from M nineteen like Chaos Wand and Meteor Golem seem pretty good for this well, deck. He already has Meteor Golem. Oh, okay. Chaos Wand then is pretty darn good. People are gonna be running the best instance and sorceries in there. Yeah brawl deck so it's even better than it is in limited like chaos wand is a bomb in limited but it's even better in brawl where people are running like the best cards of the format
0: yeah um and then one of the other ones i saw was uh potentially dragon's horde i mean this deck only has two dragons in it but it has varic's blade wing and Lathless. i don't know it's just it it's a good artifact it's a mana there's like you know it's it's a ramp of some sort Yeah, I don't know. It might be worth thinking about, especially as we get into like Ravnica and we have um, the Ajets in this October set. Um, So we'll probably see another Nimbuset, which means we'll probably see more dragons. Um, Could be worth looking at. It's
1: essentially a manolith with a little bit of an upside in this current deck. Yeah. Karn's Temporal Sundering is pretty good. Those uh, legendary sorceries, pretty easy to cast when you have a legendary brawler. Which you always...
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's already a Giles Immolating Inferno in here. But I just... I mean, Karn's Temporal
1: Sundering is just a really good card. Stupid, and we'll but probably post this deck list with our episode notes. So...
0: Yeah. So check, check it, it out. check it. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah. So um, let's talk today about the... The hypest thing today. Today is Monday. Um, BT Dubs is when we're recording, and today we got leaks of the Commander 2018 Planeswalker Commanders because it's that week. But also, someone leaked all four of them this morning because Magic, as hard as they try, can't avoid getting leaks at least at least once. It's like a yeah, um, it's
1: kind of sad, but it is nice that it didn't happen until like the Monday of spoiler season. So like, yeah. we didn't get this spoiler a few weeks ago so yeah I mean, that's true or like I'm months happy. and months ago
0: <laughs> yeah no um but the nice thing them. the nice thing is it means we all get a chance to kind of look at how these um at least the planeswalker face cards look um but so you might wonder well how does this relate to brawl well it doesn't obviously because commander 18 will not be our commander 2018 will not be brawl legal obviously but the idea of having a planeswalker as your commander or brawler is something that brawl shares with commander so i figured it'd be a nice way to get into a topic for today since we since we already saw like you know the new saheeli the new Lord Windgrace, and then the two new planeswalkers. Maybe this can lead us to talk a little bit about what it's like to use a planeswalker as a brawler, what the differences are,
1: why you would consider it, that type of stuff. So, I personally think it's one of like the cool parts of the format that might make it appeal to some people. It might not otherwise, like yeah. the ability to use those standard legal planeswalkers as your the leader of your deck, because generally um, these planeswalkers are built around some sort of theme. Yeah. And if you build the deck around that theme, they can generally be pretty darn good.
0: Well, yeah. And so, obviously, um, one of the reasons that this is happening is we have some precedent for having planeswalkers be commanders in EDH. Um, Commander 2014 had the cycle of five monocolored planeswalkers that could be your commander. Uh, More recently, Battle Bonds, you know, we had the partner commanders that. Or the partner planeswalkers that also were commanders. Um, so they Magic, obviously, you know, Wizards has created some products to kind of flesh out this idea before, um, but we've never, it's never been a thing where it's like, oh, now all planeswalkers are uh, EDH, can be EDH commanders. Um, so Brawl was kind of in, a te- i guess, a, a nice place that they saw, oh, in standard, let's try out just, you know, instead of just making it, creatures like we have in commander let's make it also planeswalkers so today i just wanted to kind of talk about why would we use a planeswalker as our brawler um and what like the perks and like downsides to that would be um but yeah do you have any anything
1: to add about that uh i personally haven't made any uh planeswalker brawler decks yet my first idea was bond yeah as kind of like a, an azorius control type deck but then we have an Azor in our playgroup, so that didn't seem too exciting. So I switched it more to a raft Capuchin deck. But I'm currently interested in perhaps brewing one of the um, M19 Planeswalkers as a brawler. Hmm. Just haven't done it yet. So cool. Yeah, I, I really like the idea and I know I want to do it eventually, but I have yet to.
0: Okay. So, I mean, let's talk about why we would want to use a Planeswalker as opposed to a creature for a brawl deck. Um, I've built a couple. I've built Jace and Tezzeret, both um, as Planeswalkers, as my brawl brawlers. Um, So, some of the perks that I have found in playing them, in building them, um, the first, obviously, most important one is they all have... At least three abilities. Some even have four. Um, but the idea is that they're very versatile, as opposed to say, like a creature that only has, you know, I mean, obviously, a creature has technically multiple abilities. It can deal damage, it can block, it can usually do something else on top of that. Um, but it feels like with a planeswalker, we get more value out of the abilities. Um, so, uh, what, do you, what do you think? Like,
1: I think the multiple abilities and thing is important because. It's very, they're normally very versatile in what you're doing. Like their plus ones do something, their minus Xs do something else. And they're normally built around a common theme, but they're always doing different things, like maybe making creatures and then destroying a creature. So the turn you play your Planeswalker, you can kind of use the ability that best suits that, like the current board state and your current predicament. Sure.
0: Yeah. And kind of, I mean, along those same lines, um, I have here that they have a lot of um, late game potential, obviously. Like if you drop a planeswalker early, it's still very good. But it feels like one of those things where if you play it later in the game, you can usually, you know, get some extra value out of it as opposed to maybe like a creature that just kind of sits there because you know the board is like mucked up a bit or whatever. Um, and along those lines too, um, there's also the nice plus that since it's not a creature, it doesn't get wiped by things like cleansing nova or fumigate or you know Doombladed or something like that even though Doomblades not in standard right now but you it know, doesn't I mean, get murdered it doesn't get murdered um but yeah so like the, there's some nice things about it not being a creature specifically um and then i guess the one of the last points i had here for a perk is that it might end up at some point we'll see because we they as as wizards has told us multiple times they established brawl um Back before Dominaria, they released it, you know to the public. They said, "Here's the format," um, but they hadn't actually started building sets with the concept of brawl, you know, in their in the back of their minds, in order to ensure that we had diverse options and you know good stapley cards in each set. Um, they haven't really gotten to that point yet. I think next summer, about it, based on how like their development cycle works, is when we're actually going to start getting cards that fit into. Like, in with, like, brawl in mind. Um, but so I, mo- I noted that uh, it might end up that some of your only options for a specific color pairing or a specific color, you know, color identity is a Planeswalker. For example, Tamio was our only banned legendary uh, brawler around SOI, like, around Shadows time. Um, so it might end up that, you know, we have a Planeswalker or two that are our only options for getting a certain color combination, um, and so that I mean that's a good to use. That's a, <laughs> as good a reason to use them as
1: any. Um, but we'll see. So, and I think yeah. one more perk that you didn't mention is it essentially pads your life total in a format where commander damage is a thing. We know life gain is really strong in brawl because that's how you. That's the only way you kill people unless you are some sort of mill deck, or if the game goes long enough and they deck themselves. So. Your people attacking your planeswalker instead of you is letting you last longer and normally like you you get value out of your planeswalker when you play it and then you're also getting extra value out of people attacking it instead of your life total
0: yeah that's a good point um so along those lines do you want to kind of start us off on some of the cons maybe of like why using a creature might be better than a planeswalker like just to kind of even out you know this isn't, like, we're we're not just here to be like, use Planeswalkers. We're here to be like, here's the way Planeswalkers work. So
1: as a creature, uh, a Planeswalker is very susceptible to uh, being targeted by creature attacks and whatnot. Like, if a creature, if your opponent's creatures attack you and you have a creature brawl that's on the battlefield, you can choose not to block their creatures and it lives through attacks. Whereas if a player alpha strikes your Planeswalker brawler, uh it's dying unless you have some sort of um protection for it like your own creatures but then you need to block with them so i'm essentially what i'm trying to get at is you have a creature that you have on the battlefield as your brawler it it sticks around unless somebody uses hard removal or you need it to block something like you don't have to choose to like sacrifice it to a that's yeah. probably a bad term because sacrifice is a thing but like decide it's necessary to block something with it like it it lives because you can choose not to block with it you can't choose to not let your opponent's creatures hit your planeswalker unless you somehow stop them from doing so yeah i to
0: kind of yeah to say it a different way um maybe a better way yeah where creatures where, where i said that planeswalkers avoid board wipes um the thing is that planeswalkers are much more susceptible to a very specific targeted version of removal which is your cre- your opponent's creatures attacking it um whereas your creatures while they are very susceptible to things like burn and uh i mean so are walkers but burn spells that say destroy target creature um you know getting chumped and then you know having some combat trick, something like that um board wipes in general uh there are a lot of ways for creatures to die but creatures like you're saying do have a very big benefit in that they won't be they can't be directly targeted in combat like a creature or an opponent can have some ways to deal with your creatures that are other spells or other abilities or things like that but it's very easy to just attack a planeswalker um it's part of every it's something that almost every creature can do so it's usually like you know that's usually one of the big drawbacks of a planeswalker is that instantly planeswalkers usually get a lot of hate because they're very they're they have a reputation for being very strong cards um and then you know so you have three opponents all three of them are likely to have at least one creature that can swing into it um so it's harder to protect them and keep them alive so um another
1: con that i have here is that they're usually a little more expensive i don't know if this is entirely true now um they're generally well costed for i think what you're getting from them
0: yeah, but that means that you the ones that you want to run I feel like are going to be a little more expensive. But to be fair, like I feel like that's Tezzeret true of creatures is too. Yeah.
1: 5 mana Nickel Bolas is 7 mana. Um the new Vivian I think is 5. five. Yeah. yeah. And you're I think you're probably only going to be running the set Planeswalkers and not the Planeswalker deck Planeswalkers unless you find some find some way to um yeah. Yeah, well, that's I mean that's true. One of my one of my decks does use a planeswalker deck,
0: planeswalker, and that one is more expensive. Um, But I guess in comparison to creatures, it's not that's not exactly the best point because a lot of creatures are expensive too. I don't know. Um, So then another one here is that while they do have multiple abilities, you usually it's very hard to hit their ultimate, which makes sense because that's how planeswalkers are designed. Um, But especially in a multiplayer format with three other people getting to go maybe get an incidental point of damage or two against your planeswalker with attacks or whatever um it's really hard to hit the ultimates which so that i guess that's a that's a con kind of
1: yeah and there aren't there isn't a lot of night there's in commander there's a lot of artifacts and stuff that let you maybe manipulate how often you can use your planeswalkers abilities or Um, Manipulate the loyalty counters on them. I think there's only like one or maybe two cards in standard that do let you put extra counters on your planeswalkers. And I think they're in the one I'm thinking of, Skyship Plunder, is in blue, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. There's yeah. There's
0: Skyship Plunderer in blue from Ether Revolt, and then there's also Maul Revolutionary, which is green, also from Ether Revolt. and they both do a similar kind of pseudo proliferate thing. Where uh, Skyship Plunderer says, whenever it deals damage, uh, choose a permanent and you can a permanent or player, and you can put an additional counter on that permanent or player that they already have. Um, one of. And then Malfus Revolutionary does the same thing for when it enters the battlefield and also when it leaves the battlefield. So, yeah, that's true. Those are the only two, and they're, they'll be out with rotation as well. There's also Settle the Score, which uh, lets you destroy a creature and put two loyalty counters on a Planeswalker from Dominaria. So that'll be here, too. Um, but we might see more. Who knows? Same yeah. It might get it's, proliferate or something. That's yeah. a common type idea. Yeah. I think that there are definitely upsides and downsides to using a planeswalker as opposed to a creature, but one of the great things about Brawl is that we get to like <laughs> like yeah. as opposed to say commander, so
1: and for a lot of the decks, you can kind of based on your situation, you could have like say a legendary creature that matches the color identity of your legendary planeswalker brawler in the deck. So, maybe if you think your current matchup is not suited for a planeswalker Brawler, you could swap a, the creature that's in the deck for it and have the same deck that maybe functions a little differently.
0: Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah. Like, I just, I do that yeah.
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I... So, I guess to kind of jump in here. Um, so, I've talked about my Tezzeret deck before. We've talked about it. It's a blue-black artifacts deck. I'm using um, uh, Tezzeret the Schemer, which is the art, uh, the Ether Revolt regular set... Planeswalker, Tesseret. Um, and um, we've talked about him before, but he essentially makes artifact tokens. Um, he has an ability that gives plus X minus X, where X is the number of artifacts you control. And then he has an ability that says you get an emblem that every combat, one of your artifacts becomes a 5 5 creature um, in addition to its other types. Um, so and I just, I guess right now, and we've talked about it, there's not a lot of other blue black artifact commanders that do that same thing like rona is probably the closest thing we have um, but she's more of a i guess a value kind of thing because she's letting you recast historic spells Um, she doesn't really give you much additional value i feel like for artifacts Um, and so i guess that's obviously just another reason why you might want to use a planeswalker is you can't get the same ability from a creature or something like that
1: and I think one thing I've noticed with the Brawl and Commander format is people think here historic, they think immediately like artifacts, generally an artifact theme type thing, but it's a lot, historic themes are a lot wider than just artifacts, as we see in Joyra decks that are going to be in the format post-rotation, like they're going to be focusing more on the other two types of cards that...
0: Well, Um, I think they'll be focusing more on Legendary Permanents. I don't know how much more they'll focus on Sagas, because especially if they're only in Dominaria and you only have access to, like, four. Um, Yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah. But, But I mean, they're still pretty good cards.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm not sure how good some of them are in a Joyra-specific deck, though. That's fair. Yeah. But um, then I guess the the other example that I have um, is I use a Planeswalker deck, Jace, ingenious mind mage um, to helm a mono
1: blue kind of uh, weenies deck. So uh, just I would, to, it's oh, weenies, yeah. but it has, it has this other theme or it has this other goal yeah. working.
0: Yeah, so kind of to go into it just a little bit, um, Jace Ingenious Mind Mage, he's from the Ixalan Planeswalker decks. He is a six drop, four and two blue, uh, five loyalty Planeswalker. Um, he, he has plus one draw card, plus one untap all creatures you control, and then minus nine gain control of up to three target creatures. Um, so obviously, like Chris was kind of saying, the Planeswalker deck Planeswalkers in general are over and don't really have a good effect. Um, in. Just an example, Jace gains control of three creatures with minus nine, which will take at least four turns for him to hit. Um, I mean, when you look at this card, it doesn't look very good, but the whole concept of the deck that I built was actually more along the lines of, well, I can just play Jace and then untap all my creatures every turn. So I get a free attack step essentially. Especially in multiplayer where, you know, usually attacking leaves you wide open to getting counterattacked. Um Jace actually lets you swing through and then have pseudo vigilance in a mono blue deck. So um that was one of the reasons that I kind of built it. On top of that also I kind of went into shenanigans with God Pharaoh's Gift, uh, Hour of Eternity, kind of turning my weenies into four fours, especially, you know, ones that might be like um Uh, merfolk Mistbinder, which is already unblockable by itself if you turn into a 4-4 it's still unblockable Um, same thing with like flying creatures or creatures that you know specifically can't be blocked whatever the case may be um, the idea was well i get this free attack step like i I essentially get vigilance every turn so i'm gonna use a lot of blue weenies that can get in for free um, and then maybe later in the game have bigger things and while i don't think jace necessarily screams that It is something that we don't really have in any other mono blue options.
1: Um, So So as you were talking about that, I was remembering another downside to Planeswalkers in the current format. Um, Cards like Nimble Obstructionist and Disallow are in the format, and I do think a lot of people play them, and they kind of hose Planeswalkers, especially the ones that are trying to alt. So I think Planeswalkers are only going to get better once we rotate. That's true. Because we're not going to have that counter target um activated ability type shenanigans in blue
0: well i mean i'm i mean we're gonna get the yet in ravnica so i'm not i'm pretty sure we'll see some more of it but um that's a good point that they are activated abilities so they can be countered with those
1: types of spells um yeah and i remember doing that a couple times to like pesky planeswalker stuff maybe it were your, was your decks actually
0: <laughs> yes i think it was um do just ignore the salt that is seeping through my voice <laughs> right now but no yeah it's it's a good point at the same time that's actually kind of the same thing as creatures that have activated abilities which yep. a lot of the creatures
1: that are brawlers do because that's how a lot of them or work. triggered abilities those also hit triggered abilities yeah so yeah, triggered are generally not as um like, interactive interactive or like they're they're not as much value as an ultimate of a planeswalker. That's they're true. They're more incremental.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, so uh, those are like the ones that I've built. I think that's kind of what my mindset is when I think about using planeswalkers. Is one, it's novel, obviously. Like we're saying, commander, we only have. Well, now we're going to have what five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven planeswalkers that can be your commander, um, but. Uh, like, so I guess the idea with Brawl is it's nice to just have more. Like it's just nice to like look at a planeswalk and be like, oh, I could build a deck around this card. Um But like the I think some of them allow you to do things that you couldn't normally do with say like a regular just like any of the creatures we have available. Some of them just don't have the abilities that you're looking for. Um and also, I don't know. I don't know, it's just exciting. I like it.
1: Um Yeah, I'm actually surprised with myself that I haven't built one yet. Yeah. Because it's definitely something I've been wanting to do, but I just I put a lot into building elves recently, so it might be something I do after C18. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Um that is I guess one of the
0: things I do want to bring up um because I know I listened to the it was a while back, but the Command Zone did do a podcast about what their opinions were about Planeswalkers as commanders or, you know, in I don't know if they were talking specifically about Brawl, but um I know that Josh Lee Quai is not as big a fan of the idea of planeswalkers as commanders because he thinks that it draws the game out because like you were saying with the perk that commanders actually you know will take a lot of damage from your opponent's creatures because they'll try to remove them which means you're not taking that damage which means that you'll you know essentially gain life off of every planeswalker even if you know they're not white or green um they're still life gain spells um, and also that, you know, we're, if you're trying, if every, if everyone especially has planeswalkers as their brawlers or commanders, um, a lot of times you'll get to more of like a pillow 40 situation where yeah. people are trying to protect their planeswalkers. So it's a lot harder to actually do combat. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are, I think those are fair criticisms, but, um, I mean, just with the playgroups that we've played in for Brawl, I haven't seen a lot of Planeswalkers as commanders, um, so I haven't actually run into very many issues with that kind of thing. In a di- like I mean, except the fact that, in general, a lot of our Brawl games have been very long and very um, kind of uh, congested boards, board-wise, board-state-wise. Um, but I don't
1: think that's because we're using
0: Planeswalkers. I think that's just because we're not running enough board wipes.
1: <laughs> so. I'm actually excited for a bunch of current cards to rotate out because i think it'll like change out the kind of meta we're playing in right now yeah kefnet and stuff oh god i think that uh the we might find i might find myself moving more towards like making uh more planeswalker brawl decks than creature brawl decks for a bit
0: yeah that's so to talk about that um one of the last things I want to talk about this Planeswalker topic. Um, so right now, according to EDH Rec Brawl, um, the number three brawler that they have is Nicol Bolas God Pharaoh, which is the Hour of Devastation Nicol Bolas that has four abilities and is Grixis colored. Um, I'm not surprised by this in any way because I feel like there are a ton of like people... There are a lot of players that I think get really excited at looking at this Nickel Bolas that is just evil. Um, (laughs) But, like, um, I think that that's it, makes sense to me that this is one of the most popular brawlers. It has four abilities, it has two plus abilities, it has a minus ability that you can hit right away. um, And, like, it's ultimate is also really good for multiplayer because it exiles each non-land permanent your opponent's control. So it hits all of your opponents equally, and it doesn't just hit one of them. Um, In general, I I think it makes sense that this is near near the top, but the the reason I bring this up is because the next Planeswalker isn't until the 10th most popular brawler, which is Huatli Radiant Champion, which is the green-white one from Rivals of Ixalan.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that like we don't see it looks like like, you know, kind of like you and also me because I have out of all the decks I've built. I've built eight decks and two of them are planeswalkers. That's only what 20 percent. Um, and so well, like... it's 25 percent.
1: Two of eight. It's a quarter.
0: <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. Sure, twenty five percent. Um yeah, this on this week on the podcast, Sam learns how to do math. Um, but it's just interesting to me that the out of the top ten, it's only two. So sorry, that's what I was saying. Like. So it looks like out of the most popular, 20% yeah, twenty percent yeah. are yeah, um planeswalkers. Sense. Which maybe that like reads out in the numbers. Obviously we have less planeswalkers than we do legendary creatures. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just interesting to me that like they're like just scrolling through this list. I only see it takes until about like 15 or 16 to start seeing more planeswalkers. So, um, I don't know. Maybe, like you're saying, right now it's just a little harder with planeswalkers because we have a couple things that target like they can counter planeswalker abilities. Um, I think also with Dominaria in the format, we also just got a lot of legendary creatures. So people got really excited to build those, which makes perfect sense. Like, believe me, those those cards are very exciting and I like them too. Um, but maybe we'll see more as we, uh, you know, rotate, see more of the, like,
1: what they start adding in when they start thinking about Brawl too.
0: Who knows? Okay. Yeah,
1: um, on yep. I really, I hope they start supporting it more. I mean, like we said that before, but...
0: Yeah, well...
1: I mean, at this point, we're three months out
0: of the next (laughs) set. So, like, who knows? Um, But, yeah. Uh, And, yeah, I think that's just about everything I had for Planeswalkers
1: as brawlers. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I think we hit upon all the good points. And I'd be very interested to hear about people's experiences playing with Planeswalkers as their brawler. um, How maybe it shapes your deck building. Around like I assume if you're running planeswalkers as your brawler, you might be more um along the lines of like a control build unless you're doing something that has a specific strategy like artifacts or that huat Lee is more interested in having a lot of creatures or that sort of thing. Yeah. So I'd be really interested to hear how people build their decks around planeswalkers. Yeah. And if they like it'd be really cool to hear like if you're if you've seen anything that
0: lines up with like what we talked about or, you know, goes against what we talked about, like if you don't actually see any bigger like if you're not actually having as many like congested board states or whatever, it'd be cool to hear. Yeah, um, please tell us how to not have those types of board states. <laughs> but yeah, so um as the second part of the episode today, um and second and the last part, um uh I wanted to take us back to the Ravnica corner is what I'm gonna call it. Um because last week we talked we, we kinda shot the shot the poop about the the Demir a little bit. Um that's a we, weird way to say (laughs) well i didn't want to curse um
1: i know but it sounds better because of the alliteration
0: (laughs) but anyway so we talked about demir, and we kind of brought up the fact that in the past the demir have been known for um uh their mill like the mill strategy it's been in all of their legendary creatures essentially um and uh right now in standard we don't really have any mill commanders um so i thought today let's talk about the boros guild which is red white um let's kind of look at what we have in standard right now for that color combination and then we can also talk about what the boros have done in the past and like what we might want to see in this new ravnica set or what we expect to see um kind of in in this new set so um i'll uh let's let's kind of run through these five brawlers i'll talk about the first one then we can kind of just trade off um the first one obviously from kaladesh it'll only be here for a couple more months is Dapala. Um, she is the pilot dwarf commander, or sorry, brawler, uh, lord, essentially. Um, she has the ability that she gives all other dwarves plus one plus one, as well as vehicles that have been crewed plus one plus one. Um, and she also lets you uh, kind of dig through your library for more dwarves and vehicles whenever she gets tapped. So the idea is you crew with her, then you get to dig for more things. Um, and it's interesting, I think that's actually something we don't see in Boros very often. Um, Mostly because I think this was, you know, vehicles was new. So, obviously, whatever color they gave vehicle focus to, it was going to be new. Um, but I kind of like it. Um, it is kind of relating to combat like it normally does. But it does give more of an artifact kind of centric idea to Boros. So, that's cool. That's different. Um, but, yeah. So,
1: do you want to talk about the next one? So, next on the list, we have Firesong and Sunspeaker, which was the Biobox box promo from Dominaria. Uh, and they're built around casting white and red instant and sorcery spells, I believe. Yes. And so they're gaining life when you cast red, damaging spells, and damaging your opponents and their creatures when you're casting white, instant and sorcery spells that gain you life. Yes. So it's a very uh, um, specific strategy. Red, damage, white, life gain. And uh, the whole idea is to like build your deck around that idea, so... Yeah, and that's I again very different. Like yeah, very different than what Boros is generally known, known for. for doing.
0: Yeah, um, and so along those lines, the other Dominari legend we got was Tiana, who cares a lot about auras and equipment, um, which again kind of leans to that Dipala thing a little bit, where she cares about artifacts and enchantments in a way that I don't re- really, I don't think we've really had white and red care about as much. Um, but uh, so that's interesting. Um, and we, of course, I built a deck around Tiana. We did a whole episode where I talked about it. But I, I think that's a really cool one, too. Um, and then we got these last
1: two. So the last two are the Hotley, um Planeswalkers. One of them is more focused on dinosaurs. That was the Planeswalker deck one, I believe. Yep. And then the one in uh, Ixlon. Ixlon was more aggro-focused where... You get an emblem where you draw cards when a creature enters. No,
0: that's that's the rivals of Vixlon. The Vixlon Watley that's white red is the one where you, um, essentially, you you can make dinosaurs and you can ping. Like her ultimate was weird because it was minus X and it deals X damage to like it deals up to X damage to any like up to any number of targets. It was weird, but essentially it made all of those creatures unable to block.
1: And it was also a, n- a nice way to enrage things. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Well, I yeah, just couldn't s- remember which set each was from. Yeah,
0: yeah, no worries. Um, but yeah, so essentially, more aggro. I felt like was more like the Huatlis, I think lean into more what we expect from Boros, which is that they are more aggro focused. And obviously, Huatli, the Planeswalker deck one was very dinosaur yeah. tribal. And but
1: the one I was talking about isn't Boros; it's Selesnya. Which we'll talk about oh, later. Yeah.
0: In the past, I feel like Boros has had a lot of combat-related things, swinging creatures, making it easier for you to swing creatures, making it easier for you to get through with creatures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and I feel like we don't actually have that so much in in Standard right now. The I think the Huatli from Ixalan is similar, like is related, but it's weird because I don't feel like we have a very like combat-focused creature or you know like I'm not trying to do that much with a planeswalker when it comes to combat but like we don't really have like a really combat focused creature in standard right now That's to like be a brawler
1: buffing your creatures powers and toughness yeah and uh like it, trying to get you to swing your creatures right yeah because like so
0: let's talk about boros in the past um the couple of times we've been there before um so one of the ones i have here is tajik blade of the legion um he was from the return to ravnica block and he essentially was an indestructible 2-2 that whenever he and at least two other creatures attacked he would get plus five plus five so that obviously leads itself to going like going wide going aggro you're obviously going to swing a lot type of thing and i feel like we don't really have
1: that and standard right now
0: but yeah so that's to um do you want to talk about the
1: next one here razia boros archangel yes uh it is an eight mana that's normally boros spells are like pretty cheap and quick but this is an angel so it's a little bit more expensive flying vigilance haste six three for eight mana it also has a tap ability that um kind of redirects damage yeah Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) I mean, Boros is generally an angel color. We have this, we have Avicen. Yeah. um, That's true. We have Gisela, those types of angels who are kind of like the war angels. Yeah. Um, And then,
0: so she's from the original Ramnica. And along those lines, there was also another legendary. Creature from original Ravnica called Agris Kos, Wojek Veteran Um, And whenever he attacked, attacking Red creatures got plus 2 plus 0 and attacking White creatures got plus 0 plus 2 So again, a very like combat heavy Like you you should go wide And you should swing is what it was like Trying to tell you Um, So like, I don't know I feel like that might be where we're headed For this fall set
1: Yeah, with Boros I generally think Like the phrase When a creature you control attacks or stuff like that
0: yeah, that's yeah. I I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Mostly because I didn't realize before we like like really started digging into it. But like as much as people, especially the EDH community, whines about how all Boros does is swing, 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 and it wants you to swing. And oh, look at all these creatures; they should be attacking or whatever. Um, most of the stuff we have in standard right now is not that. <laughs> like like Dapala, maybe like technically Dapala. Like, I
1: think is the most. Because she's tapping to right. crew c- vehicles. And generally, you're crewing vehicles that you want to attack with. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I mean, but I guess that's, that's like, a it's not, even, yeah. it's not even it entirely. It's yeah. just sort of close to what we'd expect, but not really.
0: Yeah. And along those lines, Tiana is also obviously kind of Voltron-y. Because you're putting a lot of auras and equipment down. Which is kind of a combat-heavy strategy. But I don't think Tiana screams oh all you should be doing is combat um yeah
1: because i think we've talked about your deck in the past and yeah. you focus a lot on those like enchantments that target creatures your opponent's control or you even your opponent's like curses yeah that's true um obviously fire science sun is spells s- like spell slinger <laughs> deck it's like yeah. it's essentially is it but the white gives it life, life gain. gain focus instead of like counter spell focus
0: yeah, it's weird. We've played against it. It's it's an interesting deck. I like it, but, like, it's also... Yeah, it's
1: kind of going for the, like, big jaya immolating Infernos and um, Approach of the Second Sun-type shenanigans. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the
0: Watleys, one of them is very dinosaur tribal, which, sure, you can argue, I guess most tribal commanders are combat-focused, in a sense, because usually with
1: tribes, you swing to win. I guess because they're creature heavy but I also think she's enraged focus which is focusing more on the dinosaurs of that set yeah that's true um yeah there are some good dinosaurs to exploit that enraged stuff with too and that's it's true. nice to have that damage on your brawler where you can repeat it
0: yeah so just to clarify um yeah she has the you gain life equal to the greatest power among creatures you control so obviously having big creatures creating dinosaur tokens um and then dealing x damage divided you choose among any number of target creatures and then creatures dealt damage this way can't block this turn i think that actually gets pretty close to like the swingy idea because yeah, you're in
1: it's, it's encouraging you to swing at creatures that can't block or yeah yeah through essentially through creatures
0: yeah but exactly I, I just i don't feel like any of those really scream the like tajik or aggro's coast you know uh like swing, like have a lot of creatures and swing all of them kind of thing. So I don't know, I guess we'll see. Um, Is there anything like, what, what do you think? uh, What do you think we need maybe coming from the boros or what do you think we'll see coming from the boros in, in the
1: future here? I feel like maybe something with the text, like at the beginning of combat on your turn, creatures you control do blah, 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 or whenever a creature you control attacks, blah, blah, like something along those lines. Is where I think we might see a legendary creature in Ravnica. At least I hope so, because I like I want strategies like that to be supported.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my my thing and uh, one of the things that I'm looking for is I I'm kind of hoping that uh, we see something that does token stuff because I feel like red white is actually a pretty token heavy color combo like you know they make goblins they make soldiers they make warriors um and especially for this idea of like maybe like a tajik or Agros coast type legendary creature um where you want more creatures to swing with because your attacks will be better um i think it'd be cool to see something that like focuses on making a lot of tokens or rewards you for like having a lot of tokens with a combat type of thing um which is weird because that's not like that might not be what you know the entire magic community at large wants, but I don't think we really have anything like that right now in Brawl. So I don't know. What do you what, like? I mean, realistically, considering the fact that what I want yeah. and what I think will happen are two entirely different things, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying is realistically, I think the um. That what we're gonna get is gonna is gonna be something that probably focuses on combat because that's what we've had in the past you know oh here's the one i i really i remember that there must be another one because they've had two for each bravnica block the other one of course is aurelia the war leader who gives you a secondary combat step <laughs> like like obviously i think we're gonna have something combat related for boros um but i don't know what it's gonna be and yeah i guess we'll see I don't, I don't know if this is filling as much of a hole as like Demir with the mill is, but I think it is actually something they haven't really done in standard right now is something that says like combat, like specifically this is for combat or this is giving you extra combat or this is giving you, you know, better creatures for combat or whatever. Or so. if
1: you're not attacking, you're doing it wrong.
0: Exactly. Um, which obviously part of the problem is that for multiplayer formats, that kind of sucks, which is why EDH players really hate boros commanders that have been out in the past but i guess we'll see um and i think i think there is a way maybe maybe we'll see that there is a way that they could actually make you know a combat oriented legendary creature or planeswalker that was good for brawl. yeah because white
1: could add vigilance perhaps which is great in brawl
0: yeah or like yeah give you or like somehow disincentivize people from attacking you back maybe yeah um because that is in white maybe not as much in red but
1: i don't know i guess we'll see i like these brawl slash future set prediction things we're doing
0: yeah no i think it's fun mostly especially with ravnica because i think ravnica has since we've been there twice already um it gives us a lot of data to be like hey this is what these guilds typically like to do so it's really cool to look at and like now, like now that we've talked about Demir and Boros, and we've seen a trend where it's like, oh, the Demir are known for mill, and Boros are known for combat. Like, and we don't really have necessarily great brawlers for that. Um, it makes me think maybe they're like. Obviously, I don't think like we were saying they announced brawl in the middle of this standard, so like they didn't. They obviously weren't thinking about it for. Uh, kaladesh or almond or ixalan or barely even for dominaria and like now we're starting to see some of it but it's cool that like it lined up that this standard didn't have these themes that ravnica could potentially give us that is just about everything though i think Um, we talked about planeswalkers as brawlers we talked about ravnica um, at the beginning just to remind you we talked about martin's joyra deck which is rotation proof right now um and we'll have a link for that and if you have any suggestions or you think you know if you have any stories about your own planeswalker brawlers anything like that feel free to tweet at us um that'd be really cool we want to hear it um and also of course hype for commander 2018 because those decks look super cool
1: yeah i'm excited i already think i know which one i'm going to be getting so (laughs) yeah i um
0: i don't know i i I'm already getting all of them because that's my tradition. Um, And also because I really like getting the cards that are only in one of the decks because Wizards does like to make money, which we have talked about and will continue to talk about probably. But I don't know. I really like this artifact deck that we're seeing today. I know there's some griping about it in the community already because they gripe about everything, but I like it. I think it looks cool. So cool. Um, You can contact us on Twitter if you want to tell us about that. Um, It's at all out brawl mtg you can also find us by email all out brawl mtg at gmail.com um you can also find chris on twitch if you want to watch him play video games uh he goes twitch.tv slash r-e-t-t-o-t-o um and you can watch him play things like octopath traveler or pokemon or other things sometimes he plays magic even i don't know if and sometimes sam and i play overcooked oh gosh that was... <laughs> Overkick 2 is coming in a couple of weeks And I'm also very excited for that I think it actually might line up with Commander a little bit And that might be a nightmare for my sanity But that's I okay I think
1: it comes out
0: the Like Tuesday before Commander comes out Sweet, awesome um, <laughs> So that'll be cool um, But next week, I don't know what we're going to talk about We'll definitely return yeah, to Yeah, we've the been coming Corner.
1: up with it on the fly It's generally yeah. what we're interested in at the time But we'll also be sticking to this Ravnica Corner kind of talking about what we expect to come in the future so
0: yeah and if you have any suggestions um, feel free to hit us up but until next time I've been Sam and I have been Chris and this has been All Out Brawl